here he is, the greatest mayor ever, host 3 p.m. every weekday on the station, a man I love dearly, my friend Rudy Giuliani. Good morning, Rudy. Good morning, uh, Sid. How are you? You know, I was struck by her answer to your question yesterday and um, uh, played it on my show not to criticize her. I mean, it, it is a legitimate opinion to have. It's the opinion you would expect a loving parent would have. The point that I was trying to make is that in governing, you can't just be a loving parent or a doting father or a doting mother or a good friend. You've got to govern for the common good. Uh, Otherwise, you you can lose your whole country. Think about the deal in 2011 when the Israelis gave up 1,205 terrorists for one soldier. Ridiculous. By by 2014, they had uh, tracked six murders by the people they released, Uh, three of them teenagers. And by the way, one of the folks that got back already this time. No, no. And Woody, one of the folks that got back already during these most recent hostage swappers, swaps, was the guy that was the mastermind behind October the 7th and has already been, they said he's been in tunnels underground showing little Israeli hostages videos of October the 7th. There's no question about it. Yeah. The the guy Sinwar was was released in 2011. Another guy who who committed six murders thereafter had committed eight murders before. So you take a guy who committed murder eight times and you put him back out. What do you think he's going to do? So you can say, well, I saved one life. But you have to say practically I am costing, I don't know, a thousand terrorists. How many will they kill? A thousand people. Uh, I mean, it could be, right? Sure. So the, the rule has always been you don't negotiate with terrorists. Second reason is. The minute you do deals like that, this becomes commonplace. So now I'm a terrorist. I take 20 of your people, right? And I say, give me 500 of mine. And let's delay the war. And delaying the war is winning the war for Hamas. Right now, it's going to be very difficult for Bibi to wipe them out. The leadership is in uh, Qatar and several other places. You think Biden has the will to tell Qatar, give me those people? Come on. No way. So the leadership is preserved. What they're doing right now is they're all moving south. And I think that uh, that warning from the White House yesterday tells you whose side they're on. Israel gets a warning. You better conduct the war differently in the south than you did in the north. The reason is Hamas has gone. They've got the time to go to the south. They're hiding there now. So they wanted to conduct the war differently there. And uh, basically, Biden is doing everything he can to preserve Hamas. I think I know why, but uh, it's, a, it's a really perverse reason. It's because of their loyalty to Iran and to China. Well, I brought this up with Michael Goodwin yesterday, and I just had the same conversation with O'Reilly. I say that Biden is complicit. Uh, O'Reilly said, well, maybe enabled. I don't care what word you use. The point is, he's got blood on his hands. And Michael Goodwin, well, Michael Goodwin yelled at me yesterday, got very angry. Oh, that's a step too far. He's been pro-Israel. What do you mean? Who cares what he said? He, again, loosened restrictions, loosened sanctions, gave him money. He's in bed with the country that funded this attack. How can you not say his hands? I really care now. And like you said, he's asked for for pauses. He's asked for ceasefires. Now he's telling Israel what not to do in the South. This guy is such a lion creep. He makes me sick. 
Boy, that is very well put, my friend. I really, <laughs> I really think so. And I'm surprised at my good friend Michael, because it's, uh, just one act alone will tell you that he's anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic, anti-West, giving money to Iran. You give money to Iran, you're killing people. You know it, unless you're a, you're a dope. And how about his his boss, Obama, gave him cash. I mean, I, they they want a billion dollars, and they tell you, "Give it to me in cash." You don't know that money's going to terrorists, you yeah, kill and, Americans, and, and, and Jews. And you know how Michael Goodwin explained that away. I said, "Mike, it would be one thing if Biden didn't know, but we've known way back to the Jimmy Carter days that Iran hates America and hates the Jews, even before that, by the way." So he knew he knew where the money was going. He said, "Well, I'm not arguing he's got bad policy. Bad policy. They're cutting kids' heads off." What are you nuts? No, this isn't policy. The po- policy is if taxes go up or down, uh, right? Or, or we, uh, or we extend, <laughs> or, or, we, or we extend the time to file form, or, uh, or, or how how are we on the economy? Or this is life and death, and it's not a joke. These people have committed themselves to the destruction of the Jewish people. They want to carry out Hitler's plan. I'm talking now about Iran. Palestine is a, is a pawn. For Iran, Iran is the real problem here, and China pushing them. And you cannot do business with a country that wants to destroy your friend and say you're my friend. I, I can't do business with somebody that wants to kill you, Sid, and tell tell you I'm your friend. Right. I give the guy money right. so he can so he can help help him kill you. <laughs> what kind of friend is that? <laughs> I, I mean, it's, That's it, why it's it's such garbage to say he's an enemy of Israel. He might be Israel's biggest enemy right now. Thank you. By not being 100% behind them. Thank you. They could, have, they could have destroyed Hamas in five or six days if he had let about 200,000 troops go in all at once, which is what they wanted to do. Uh, Hamas would be gone. The only thing left would be if anybody had the guts to go after them in, in uh, Qatar. And I think the Mossad would have taken care of that. Yeah, no. Listen, you just well, said it perfectly I'm too. Not I, say yeah, that, but I'm not part of the Israeli government. No, I know, but think, I know. You don't think they've already just, uh, put together a squad? Sure. To get the top guys, of course. I mean, it might take 20 years, but they'll get every damn one of them. Yeah, and that's why you know whether it's Biden or even Mike. You know, Michael, for example, and I don't want to spend too much time on Mike. I happen to like Mike. He's on the show. He's a smart guy. Oh, I love Michael. I think it's. I think he he. Uh, and Miranda are the two best columnists in the world. I say that all the time. I agree with you, but no, but no, Mike disagree. But Michael thinks because he's critical of Biden or Eric Adams that he's fair. And my and my assessment is no, it's not true. Because in this case, you can't just be critical of Biden. You need to be very critical. You need to call him out for what yeah. he is. Don't tell me he's supporting Israel because he goes on TV. You know what he said to me? He goes, Sid. How can you say he's not supporting Israel? He's got carriers in the ocean. I said, wait a second, wait a second. He gave money to Iran, but a couple of boats in the ocean means that he's okay with Israel? Are you nuts? Come on. Yeah, I mean, the guy the guy is evil. <laughs> he's, got, he's got boats in the ocean. The Houthis have bombed one of the boats, and he hasn't done a damn thing about it. I mean, we've had, we've had 59 attacks on, on American uh, armed forces. We've replied three times by hitting empty uh, ammunition uh, dumps, and that's exactly what caused 9-11. I'm convinced that when bin Laden hit the USS Cole, killed American sailors, declared war against us, 
And Bill Clinton hit an empty field. He said to himself, I can do anything to these paper tigers. They're, they're, they're afraid of war. We're creating that situation right now. And China is watching it very closely. I'm not sure they're going to invade Taiwan before he goes out of office, because I don't think they're ready to do it. But they're going to have to make a decision. Should we do it before we're ready, because we got the right guy in the White House? I don't know. It's going to be a tough decision. Not really. Easy decision. Just do it. Just like everybody else. <laughs> hey, Rudy, before I let you go, I want to ask you about this city. I, I did have dinner. I've become very friendly with Michael Kemper. I like the guy. And, you know, I know there's still crime on the subways and crime all over the city. I, I don't blame it on Kemper. But, um, you know, he, he's a guy pretty much in charge of protecting this tree lighting tonight. He guaranteed me last night at dinner. Sid, God let me, bless him. You, you like him, too? No, no, I said, God bless him. I heard, I heard what he said. Yeah, no, no, he's a good guy. He, he's a good guy. But overall, overall, with all these pro-pillars thinking about, and these mother efforts blocking bridges, Woody Giuliani, blocking the Manhattan Bridge, blocking the Brooklyn Bridge, I don't know. I feel like if Donald Trump was president, none of these wars would be happening. And if Rudy Giuliani was still mayor, these bastards would not be blocking the bridges. Am I wrong? 100%. They, uh, I mean, I, I went to court to stop him from doing that. Uh, the one time they got to block a bridge, they had to do it between 4 and 6 o'clock in the morning because it would interfere with traffic and with emergency vehicles. And at, promptly at 6 o'clock, we removed all of them. Uh, you're not allowed. I mean, and, and Adams is at a point now, and Bratton warned him of this a couple of days ago. He's getting to numbers where he might not be able to do the job that we're used to because to do what – I did, or what uh, uh, Ray Kelly did, you need numbers. I, mean, I don't go out and do it. You know? 